Ask the Podcast Coach for June 12th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I know summer doesn't officially start until like June 20th, but it's here. Oh, it's like it's 97 yesterday with heat warnings in Nebraska. Oh, my gosh. So good time to be inside listening to Ask the Podcast Coach. Yeah, but uh, we always like to start off the show, you know, get a little caffeine going. And, uh, of course, that coffee pour is brought to you by our good friends over at Podcast Branding. Co. If you need a logo, if you need a whole artwork like for your podcast, or if you go, ah, my website just looks like 1992 called, it's time to get that thing updated and you want to go over to podcastbranding.co. That's where my buddy Mark, who is an award-winning graphic artist and podcaster, which, man, is that huge when you don't have to explain what a podcast is. And if you're like, branding, I don't know, it's just new to me, Mark can even do a full audit of your entire podcast, your website, your goals, everything like that. He can get you going in the right direction because one of the things I hear most out of many, many podcasters is I don't want to sound stupid or I don't want to look stupid. And I've used Mark for Ask the Podcast Coach. I've used him for Podcast Rodeo Show. And he's also the guy that designed the School of Podcasting logo. So I know of what I speak when I say you're going to be proud of your logo when it comes across. So if you uh, need any of that stuff, be sure to tell him that uh, Dave and Jim sent you over at podcastbranding.co. <laughs> and if you're watching live and ask the podcastcoach.com slash live, or if you're in Clubhouse, uh, you can either, if you're live, you can just type your comment in the chat. If you want to jump into the video, you want to join us here, uh, we do ask that you have clothes on. That's always a good thing. But if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, uh, you can jump into the video and uh, ask your question that way. And uh, I was out, of course, scouring the the Facebook groups, and I was like, oh, this is an oldie but a goodie. And this came from Kevin. I believe this was in the uh, Podcast Movement Facebook group. When it comes to having a podcast player on your website, what do you guys love using? I see the popular ones use Simple Podcast Press and Pat Flynn's Smart Podcast Player. But here's the question I thought was interesting. Any great ones to start with? that helps build traffic to your website and subscribers to your podcast. And that's what I was like, that's an interesting question Mm. because it's one of those where you're like, that's not the right tool for what you're trying to do. If I'm trying to build traffic to my website, that's where you want to really think about a really good, you know, headline or a title for your, and really to me, all a, a podcast is, it's a blog with a player on it. Really, so your your show notes, your description is really just a blog post, and get that title in there. And then people don't read. I don't know if you realize this, but people have quit reading. I don't know when it happened, but they just quit reading. So when you use headings to break up your different topics, it allows them to skim, which is what they want to do. And then once they skim it, they will then figure out if I want to read it, or hopefully 
press play. And so that's not going to really, you know, a player isn't going to drive traffic. And he also asked about subscribers. I don't know. To me, Jim, I don't know if I've looked at a player and go, oh, it's a great player. I got to subscribe to this. What, what causes you to subscribe? Well, I want to, it's, it's a great show. Like I listened to it one time and I'm like, oh, I got to get this on a regular basis. I've even subscribed to shows where we've had great guests and they've just talked to, you know, they've come on, asked a question. They've intrigued me like their personality. I'm like, oh, you've got a show. Okay. I'll go subscribe to it and give it because unsubscribing is so easy. So I'm just going to subscribe to it. So I make sure I get it. And then, um, and then I'm going to give it a chance to listen. So I don't, Dave, I don't know. Like, remember when we went through that whole, it was like three years of players. That's all like, how do I get, I think the question was, how do I get the SoundCloud player to look right? (laughs) That was the thing. Right. And I just don't, I I don't think people are going on their desktop and clicking play. I just don't, I don't think that's happening. The last time I tracked, it was somewhere between three and 5% of my traffic was actually on the website and that's probably from a Google search or, you know, somebody sharing it or whatever. But I was just like, this is one of those things that people obsess over. Now, granted, those players look pretty cool. And, yeah. you know, we're yeah. talking about branding there, you know, that's, that's something maybe to think about. But on the other hand, I mean, I right now am listening to somebody told me about it. And then I was telling other people about it. It's called Behind the Desk, the story of late night. Man, is that a good series? It's from CNN. It's like six episodes. I'm on episode five. And it really does talk about how, you know, if you think about it, Letterman was a guy that really just tried to break the mold of mm-hmm. late night and in the end ended up kind of doing the same format that, and they talk about how Johnny Carson was the guy that, you know, there was uh, Steve Allen. This is way before our time. Who I didn't realize Steve Allen used to do a bunch of stunts. He was kind of like the, like Letterman used to do the the suit of seltzer and the suit of Velcro. That was actually a Steve Allen ripoff and things Will like it that. Float, I think was another one, right? Yeah. Will it float? Yeah, and so that was stuff that, you know, he was just trying to break the format. But I found out about that show from people telling me about it. You know, and I've never been to their website. I, I went to Overcast. I found it. I hit play. I hit subscribe. I said download all. And so none of that has to do with, I think, the player. It has to do with the content and people telling me, oh, this is really good. You you would love this. And when I get people, it's funny because somebody recommended it to me. I hadn't listened to it yet, but I talked about it uh, on my show. And then I had a member of the School of Podcasting that said, man, thanks so much for that recommendation. That's an awesome show. And I was like, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> so I listened to it yesterday. The player, I think, you know, even I think today you can even have just the, what would they call it? The one pixel player. It was yeah, just yeah. The, the play button, right? And Blueberry. Um, I, I think you can get away with that. If you're post, if you're pulling people in and they see the play button, they're going to click on it. I, I, I just, there's lots of, and I use the simple podcast player and it's mm-hmm. got all kinds. Of, I mean, you, there's some yeah. great stuff you can do with that and find me here and do this and click on that and download. join my mail list. And yeah. Yeah. Going, yeah and Listen, if if you want to do all that stuff, do it. I just think those numbers are are fairly small for what the for the return you're going to get on it. If it to your point though, if it's gonna and if it's gonna like the the player I use really, I've kind of I've kind of tuned it to match my brand, which is just a black and white kind of thing. So I like it for that. So get get what you want, get what's comfortable, get something you're proud of and yeah. that you like, and then run with it. I just don't think it's going to make that big of a deal on numbers. 
Yeah. The other thing that I I don't know if this is a thing, but it's something we might want to uh, to keep our eye open for, and that is at Libsyn this week I had more questions about stats than I have in a long time. And it was things and typically it was, they were going down. What's the deal? Is there something wrong kind of thing? And it dawned on me that, Hey, there was a little bit of a weirdness with our stats. When we went into COVID, I wonder if we're going to have a little weirdness coming out of COVID. Yeah. And why, why wouldn't we? Yeah. I, I you know, cause you know. on one hand you go, well, people are going to start driving again. And I just read an article that kind of said, eh, eh, not so fast. Like, yeah, we're going to get more people driving. But they basically said what we've been saying is a lot of companies kind of said, hey, you know, this work from home thing, uh-huh. we could save some money here. And we didn't seem to lose any productivity. Huh? Yeah. So it, it'll be fun to watch. But if for some reason your numbers start going squirrely, you know, that might be the case. And then the. Well- Imagine you work from, imagine you've been working from home for the last year and you, you lost your time to podcast. I did. I haven't had as much time to listen to podcasts. You, okay. So now you were, we're returning to the office. And, and by the way, I, I was reading a, a LinkedIn post today. We should probably refer as we're returning. We're not really returning to work. We've been at work. Yeah. We're, we're really returning to the office. Like that, that's kind of the, I think some people are like, well, when we go back into work and it's like, um, a lot of people been working from home. So like, yeah. let's, let's say working from, I like to say working from home and working from work. <laughs> like that's the, maybe that's the way to say it. But I think we've gotten out of the habit and you, you, that thing, especially based on maybe the player that you use may have stopped downloading. Right. Mm. And so now your podcast is just sitting there dead in somebody's player. So I think you may have to do some things to re-energize, remind folks that, hey, go to your player and make sure, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't know that, that that could be part of it, too, is we just have a bunch of broken podcasts inside players. Yeah, it should be it should be interesting to to watch. The other thing I and I had somebody saying there's there's got to be just something wrong. My numbers have really gone down and it doesn't really matter what side you're on but realize if your show is about jim give me a a topic any topic knitting it is a knitting show and you go on your twitter and you start going either way hard left hard right you know either either it's all trump all the time or you know trump is whatever it is or you know anytime you start talking yeah, yeah. What are the what are the three things you're not supposed to talk about? Politics, religion, and I think abortion is at the top. I three? think it's math. I think it's yeah, math and math. Yeah, never do math live. Don't talk about math. Yeah. <laughs> and and I just thought, and this person, I was looking and I was like, wow. Uh, and so I thought about that. If you're and they had their you know social buttons right there on their website, you know, follow me here. And I thought I could see where a lot of people are like, oh, I like this knitting show, and then they click on it and they're like. You know, I can't believe this person is doing this. And I was like, eh, it's just something to think about. I don't know. I, I, I am weird in a way that I really don't care what your your politics are. Um, I, I do snicker at times because my ex-wife has gone way deep on one side. And I kind of look at it and go, hmm. You know, I don't know. That might For some people, that might affect your credibility. I could see that. But I just thought about that. I was like, well... I don't want to say that's one of the reasons why your downloads are down, but if I was looking for anything to go, let's consider this, 
Yeah. 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 Well, I think um, I was talking with a guy yesterday and I think coming out of this pandemic, um, you know, I'm hearing this term, we're all stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what are we stressed out about? <laughs> like there's more money in the, okay, I'm primarily in the United States here. Right. More money in the economy than we've ever had. We're seeing inflation because of it, right? There's, there's jobs everywhere. Like you can, oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's looking for jobs. Right? Um, we're returning, you know, we're returning to the office, right? In some cases. And, and so it looks like things, and I was thinking, why are we, why are we all stressed out? And I, I don't know if being stressed out is the right word. Maybe we all are suffering a little PTSD from the last year, right? We're coming off of this. And I think we're all still a little shaken from it, regardless of where you land on the political spectrum. I mean, it's been, Dave, it has been a year. And I just think I'm the other thing I'm hearing more and more from people is I've stopped listening to news. <laughs> like yeah. they're so turned off by the edutainment uh, news cycle, yeah. crazy kind of things. They've, they've kind of quit. They've kind of completely disengaged from the news cycle. I kind of wonder if that has to do with podcasting too. Like if you're senior, if you're political and you're seeing your numbers drop, it may be people just don't want anything political at this point. And they're suffering a little. It could be. Way. Right. You know, from that. And so I think when I hear I'm stressed out, I'm kind of wondering, it's like, wow, how do we help people recover from the last just year of psychological trauma? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kyle and the, we got some chat room stuff. Kyle is saying the listener behavior is about to change as people's routines. That's the thing where our routine is changing. And I'll talk about that in a second. And then Dave said, did you um, see, the thing about Apple and a few other tech companies want them to go back to the office at least three days a week by September. And a lot of employees are like, I don't want to go back. But the thing going back to Kyle's point, we're out of practice. And this week I drove to Cleveland. I actually bought, I, you know, I I'm just, my goal is to be just like Jim. So I went out and bought some exercise equipment and on uh, Facebook, uh, whatever this marketplace. And I bought a rowing machine and I drove to Cleveland literally in my old neighborhood to, to pick it up. And I was amazed at a, just how I was actually, I felt a little bit like the 17 year old when you get on the freeway and you're like, there's all these cars going fast. And I was like, I haven't done this in a long time. And there are actual cars on it. And then when you get towards Cleveland, there's a spot where like, if you're not in the middle lane, when you go to get on, you're like, you are screwed. And I was like, Oh no, I forgot to get in the middle lane. And I'm like, I needed the kindness of somebody to let me in. So, and then the other thing at my church, we just went back two weeks ago and the CD player was like, I don't think so. So we're trying to play music and all of a sudden it's like, you know, amazing girl. It's like, Nope, sorry. And what happened is we just basically, the one guy took a, a can of air and just blew into the CD play. He's like, you know, this thing's been sitting here for a year and a half and it hasn't been used. He goes, let's just use it. And so he was mowing the lawn, put in, it's a five CD changer, just put on, let it play. And it's working fine. But he was like, I think it was just like dusty. It was just unused. Yeah. Yeah. So we might have a case where as we transition, it's just a change. Anytime you do any change, it's, it's stressful. Yeah. And we're not going to go back. It's not going to go back to exactly the way it was, even in the podcast space. I think it's going to, it's going to morph and look a little bit different as people adapt to this, whatever this becomes, whether we go back into the office on a full-time basis, or we have this part-time, or we've got this hybrid model or whatever, people's schedules will change and then they'll adapt. I think this would be a great time for podcasters to probably survey their audience 
and be like, Hey, okay. <laughs> tell me a little bit about what's going on with you. What are what kind of topics are you liking? What are you not liking? It's tough in a survey at this point in time. The ones that haven't liked what you've been doing have already left. They're gone. So you're not going to get a lot of that kind of feedback, but uh, Tom Webster just put out an episode of, I think it's called things I hear. Oh, I, I forget. But, uh, um, he was talking about a, he, he uses the analogy of a restaurant and you kind of do a little pizza, you do a little this. And he goes, the problem is like, you think people love your salads and he goes, people don't love your salads. They just want pizza or burgers and you double down on the salads. And the problem is your salad. And it's this whole thing about how, what happens is you then start asking the people like, what do you want? And the people that are eating salads are like more salads. He's like, but the problem is the people that you wanted to stay have already left because you're being, it's like, so it's yeah. a really interesting concept. I was like, huh? So sometimes we wait a little too long to throw out that listener survey. And the only people that are left are the people that I just want this little, you know, super yeah, super fans. And they actually drive you in a direction of more, you know, getting deeper into the niche and you get less relevant to the others. So I, I, Look, I work for a survey company. I'm a big guy on surveys. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you got to be, I think you have to be careful about the, of listening to that feedback mm-hmm. and, 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 and making sure you know what you're doing with it. If you're chasing audience feedback all the time, it, you're, you're going to be, you know, you're just going to be flailing in a flailing world of constant change. And then you'll drive, you could drive more people away with that. So, I, you know, do surveys, know what your audience, audience thinks, be careful. Don't listen to every negative. Don't listen to every positive. Like yeah, uh, you, you really have to take into account, like, you know, what am I trying to do here? I think at the end of the day, you, you got to make a show that you like doing. <laughs> like if you, if you bow down too much to your audience and then you start hating what you're doing, you just stop doing it. So I, I always say, make the show for you. Like home gadget geeks is a perfect example of, you know, there's plenty of tech shows I, and it's not, I'm not the most popular, nor is it the best, nor we do. We stay on topic. We spend the first 10 minutes talking about the weather. I mean, <laughs> it's not that great for a lot of people, but it's created. I love it. It's me. It's what I want. And if you want to come along and listen, that's awesome. Right. And so that way, that's how I've gotten to 500. You know, that's how you get Dave, you and I love doing the show. And somehow we've gotten to 350. Like, or we're close. We're yeah. a couple weeks. 347, away, but, but who's counting? But like we're close, right? And you're like, I I love showing up every Saturday morning. You know, we just keep, and apparently you do too, because you haven't said, yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I, I It's funny. I just realized that, have you ever like just, maybe not, maybe it's a Dave thing, but I just realized I haven't published an episode of the podcast rodeo show in about a month. Oh. Like I just like, quit not not on purpose it was like oh i need to get to that and then all of a sudden it was like ah it's thursday do i put it out late or just wait a couple days and put out an episode early and it was like and then i didn't make a decision and consequently oops now we're two weeks i haven't published an episode and it's one of those shows that is starting to lose 
it's it, the goal. So here's this goes back to your why. Why did I start that show? One, I wanted to test a media host. Number two, I thought I could use it as a loss leader. Like, hey, if you liked me reviewing the first five minutes of your show, you can go over to Podcast Review Show and get your whole podcast reviewed and your website, and you get another point of view from Eric K. Johnson. And I think in the, I don't know, two years I've done that show, we've had two people do that. So it's not really successful at doing what it does. And I started doing these as video. Why? I don't know. But I, I did, and that made it take up more time. And all of a sudden, boy, more time and less result equals, eh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And so I'm not sure what I, that's one of the things on my list of, of things to chew on today is, what am I going to do with that show? It is fun. It's, it's you know, it, it had, it got a lot of buzz when it first started off because I was just being honest. But um, it's when I was like, you know what? Because in... <laughs> Part of it is I was listening to my interview on Monday for the School of Podcasting is Joe Salsi High from Stacking Benjamin. So this is a guy that just has the drive to constantly get better. And he's now on Westwood One, not too shabby. Wow. And he started a second show. And one of the guys at Westwood One said, uh, what you doing? Why, why are you diverting your energy and time and focus on making a really, really small show small, you know, less smaller egos, but it's still going to be puny when you could be taking all your energy and making stacking Benjamins. And I was like, boy, that's a really, you know, that's, hmm, that, that one kind of hit home. I was like, huh? Hmm. So, yeah. 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 Well, the diversification, it's good. It can be, but he's, he has a, I mean, once you reach, I think that level, if you're on Westwood one or if you were Spotify sponsored, right? I think in the, I've struggled with this as well. You know, we've got all these podcasts that gallop and I listen, I spend a lot of time with that in the community. I do this with you and I do home gadget geeks. Those are kind of the, those are kind of the primary things that I do now. And that question, I, I, I often think, okay, I have to really make sure that the two shows that I do outside of the Gallup network aren't seen as a distraction. Like mm. this, that that I, these, this is, this is my entertainment. Like this is my fun time. This is what I do to relax and have a good time. But if I was all of a sudden, you know, say, you know, you and I were getting together and I was talking about Myers-Briggs all the time, or I was, you know, bringing in en- Enneagram and we were having these conversations, you know, my, my, my friends at Gallup may be like, Hmm, what are you doing there? Like, <laughs> what's the what's the purpose of that thing and and so i think you have to be careful how you're spreading yourself across these multiple priorities and if you had a flagship hit like that yeah why why would you start like yeah run with that thing till it's done there's plenty of time in life to start another podcast run you know run on the horse that that brought you yeah is that an analogy close enough <laughs> dance with yeah, dance with the horse that is the yeah something yeah I came in the water I don't know <laughs> but but I also thought about it I was like there are cool ways I could speed up the podcast radio show like lose the video unless you're paying me for it kind of thing and yeah. things of that yeah. nature um but it was funny because I'm not being consistent and one of the things I wanted to bring up today is a lot of people get really really hung up on consistent. And I think they're more focused on consistent schedule and not consistent um, value, for lack of a better phrase. And there's a show, it was called, it was, is the key point there. It was written or created by the person that created Grey's Anatomy. 
I forget what her name is, but she's like everything she touches turns to gold. It had uh, Katie Seagal, who you've seen in Married with Children. So a great actress. And there's another guy that when you see the guy in it, you're going to go, oh, it's it's that dude. He's in everything. And uh, after four episodes, it got canceled. Now, they ran the other six, but I was like, hey, that show was consistently on the same time every week. It was a consistent schedule. And yet it got canceled. So having a consistent schedule is not what, you know, that's not the key to getting people. And they said, I kind of did some research this morning, and they were hoping to get a certain demographic, a a slightly younger demographic, because, you know, uh, let's get the the social warriors kind of pumped up with the kind of, it's based on Aaron Brockovich or Brockovic or however you say her name, you know, that was always out and fighting these big companies and things like that. And it just didn't do what they thought it was going to do. And then they they also checked, which was interesting. They checked the TV ratings, but they also checked apparently, uh, you know, YouTube TV and all the places where you can stream it later. And they just kind of went, yeah, this is not getting the traction. And they gave it a big push. There was a lot of stuff. Katie Seagal is rebel, you know. And, right. and I watched a couple episodes and was like, I'm not buying it. I just, you know, it's just, it was one of those things where when you have to really stretch me, you know, like she's just going to walk into this giant fundraiser and nobody's going to stop her. And she's got a bunch of people with signs. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's uh, not going to happen in reality. And I was like, if this was a superhero movie, absolutely. You just suspend reality at the door. But this one, I was like, eh. I don't think so. Shonda Rhimes, yes, is the person that created uh, Grey's Anatomy and the person behind Rebels. So, you you don't like. We see this in Hollywood all the time. You get a great you get a great director. You get a couple great actors. You get money behind it. You get uh, Waterworld, right? I mean, you, <laughs> you you and then there's and then you you get some nobodies and people who've never done anything before, and you get Napoleon Dynamite, right? In and it works both ways. Like I think there's some times where you think that, Oh, this should be a big hit and it's not. And then some things that just surprise us and you got to be doing this. You got to just keep be doing this. Chances are if you create, and I'm going to, I'm going to actually maybe go back on what I said just a few minutes ago. If you create one podcast and it's not a hit and you're like, well, there was my one chance. Well, no, no. actually no, you got, you got more chances to try other things right with this. And so whether it's another podcast or fixing your current podcast or changing your current podcast or whatever you're doing, there's always time to try different things in this because you never know when it's going to get, when it's going to be a hit. I, I can't imagine the, the amount of people who moved to LA to start a movie career who just never did, <laughs> who never did. Right. There's plenty of stories of those who did right. Plenty, but that those percentages are so small compared to the millions who just never, yeah, I never. And so I'm, you know, doing something different. I have a, uh, a member of the school of podcasting. That's an actor in New York. And as you might imagine, COVID not really very friendly when it comes to being an actor, And I I asked him, I said, I don't think I could be an actor. I said, I can't, I don't think I could handle being told no over and over. And he said, dude, he says, you have to knock on, he goes, you just have to do your best. If you didn't get the part, it was a great practice at handling your nerves in a tense situation and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and in the meantime, you do the odd jobs. He actually is a, he's a stand in for Jimmy Fallon. So when they need to work on the lighting and stuff, 
and Jimmy's not there, he goes in and stands in Jimmy's place. And he's like, you not know, he goes, you got to do what you got to do. He's uh, all about theater, super talented guy. I was like, holy cow. But you do what you got to do. And, and some people wouldn't do that. Be, I, I'm an actor. I'm a thespian or whatever. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm willing to. And he said a lot of people yeah. are waiting tables. And he goes, the problem was in the acting world, uh, waiting tables kind of went away because the restaurants went away. He goes, so it was really, really tough. But you got to, you know, like you said, you got to find what you want to do. And Randy in the uh, chat room has a great point here. He says, do more of what works after you stop doing what doesn't, of course, then that's the key. He goes, he's, but is figuring out. And then two, the willingness to do it mainly letting go. Um, I've been reading that book, uh, Tarzan economics, and that's all about letting go of stuff. That's not working yeah. and grabbing the, the new stuff. So well, it's, it's hard though, because what works today may not work tomorrow and what works, what you're doing today may be what works tomorrow, but you quit too soon. That's but it. You, you didn't know it. You know, I think about all that, you know, I'm a big Microsoft enthusiast. Yeah. And, and I think about all the hits that Microsoft could have had. Wait, Jim, were, are you talking about Microsoft? I was talking about oh, Microsoft. Hold on. Before we, uh, do, before we do that, uh, this was sent in by a, uh, a listener. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Jim Collison. Nerd jingle. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. <laughs> nerds! 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 Turn to the nerds. Nerds! Nerds! <laughs> this is what Joe Rogan did. You're not Joe Rogan. It's time for Jim to nerd out. I don't know. Jim, what do you think? Well, Baba Booey, Baba Howard Stern's penis. Dave, this is a great question. <laughs> okay. Back to Microsoft. What did you say about Howard Stern? I, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, um... Uh, I love when I said, don't be Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, oh, so as a Microsoft, Microsoft enthusiast, I've watched them a lot be way too early on things. You know, they were doing kind of tablets years before the iPad came out. Yeah, like yeah. They, they had this home server product that just was too, way too early, right? I mean, now uh, they had um, their, their, well, their phone probably wasn't too early, but they've had they've had these products way too early. And they haven't had success and they quit too soon or they didn't have the right marketing or they went in the right place at the right time or some of those kinds of things. So <laughs> you just have to, I think you just have to keep the, the, I can guarantee you this. If you stop podcasting, you'll never have a hit. I can guarantee that. That's it right now. Or they have an, or they have an iPod that looks like the, uh, a 1970 station wagon. <laughs> It was my favorite. Got some wood paneling on the side. <laughs> it's like what? Who? Who? What marketing person said? I know. Let's add wood paneling to it. And they said, uh, "Yeah, chuck that thing. Yeah, hit somebody with it. And <laughs> hurt them. <laughs> We're yes. bringing wood paneling back. Yeah, uh, exactly. They don't. That that may come back. You never know. You never yeah. know. Well, you know yeah. what never goes out of style? Our awesome supporters. Our awesome supporters. Uh, and you can find these people by going over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And we always want to thank the uh, the teacher's pet. That, of course, is James over at the Dog Podcast Network. Find that at dogpodcastnetwork.com if you have a little hound. And, uh, man, I was at the park last night, saw a guy I had not seen in like 15 years. He had a Newfoundland. Have you ever seen a Newfoundland? This was a no. puppy. It was it was literally like four feet tall. It was the, like wow. I I do not want to have to clean up after that thing because it would. <laughs> I was like holy cow. But if you need something to listen to while you're walking around with your pooch, 
Go check out Dog Edition at dogpodcastnetwork.com. There are many other shows over there, too. So if you like dogs and you need a long show, they got it. You need a short show, they got it. Everything dogs is over there at Dog Podcast Network, and you can even win $5,000 in a contest that they're running. But our $20 supporters, Ed Sullivan over at sonniccupcake.com. He can make you sound great. And Brock over at Occupied Podcast. So if you're into occupational therapy, Check it out, OccupiedPodcast.com. Kim over at Toastmasters101.net. So if you're trying to improve your content, develop your voice, it's all there, Toastmasters101.net. Max Trescott over at AviationNewsTalk.com. Jim, you actually we were talking about this last week. You got to to chat with um, – is he not like the nicest dude on the planet? Oh, incredible. I mean, he was just – and a listener, like he was, he was making fun of some of the things that I've said, you know, and I'm like, oh, you've obviously listened to the show. So, uh, yeah, just uh, uh, really a great conversation. Yep. And uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, if you are looking for a podcast with a Latin flavor, it's part of the Audio Dice Network. You can find it at latinpodcastawards.com. Shane over at spybrary.com. So if you're into – I always every time I think of Shane and spies, the first thing that comes to my mind is Mad Magazine, spy versus spy for some reason. I think he's more into like James Bond and – you know, some of that stuff, but I, for some reason that always hits me in the face. Uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert out at horseradionetwork.com. I can't wait to hear the stories. Glenn is out on the road. He took his truck, hooked it up to a trailer, and he said there's nothing more fun than trying to get good internet when you're out in the middle of like a cornfield. It's like, so I can't wait to hear the stories when he gets back. Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, who will be on the School of Podcasting shortly. Uh, he's over there teaching financial wellness. And uh, Greg over at the Indie Drop-In Network, if you've got a scary show, a true crime show, a comedy show, he's got an audience that would like to hear your episodes. You can basically send your episode over to IndieDropIn.com, and they'll put it in front of their audience. It's a great way to grow your show. Uh, Michael, in the chat room at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun, check him out, BabyMountainRadio.com. And again, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter or see our other supporters, go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. And there are all sorts of ways that you can support the show. You can sponsors Jim's mug. You can buy my book. You can donate once. It's all there at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So thanks to all of our awesome supporters. We do deeply appreciate that. Can you support me on a pour, by the way? I can support you on. Yeah, we can't have you being thirsty. That's Oh, it's it's not a good time to get decaffeinated. (laughs) It's not good. Before before you go forward, Ed Ed Sullivan, you know, who at Sonic Cupcake, Ed, Ed is, um, Ed and I have been talking. He, I think later next year, he's going, they're doing a trip. The Cigar Authority guys are doing a trip to Nicaragua. Wow. And I think they're gonna, yeah. To, they're, they're going down to, you know, it's, that's cigar country. Yeah. Right? And he, I think they're, they're going to try and do a live Cigar Authority from, you know, from Nicaragua. Nicaragua? And so we've been talking, you know, he and I have been talking about equipment, what he's going to do. I mean, he is a big equipment nerd, even, even more than you did. I mean, he, (laughs) that guy's got everything. It's super great. If you ever need anything tested, just contact Ed because he's probably got it. Right. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, right now what's holding him back. The equipment's not, we, we have plenty. I mean, taking down equipment or using portable equipment, that's the easy part. Does the internet exist down there? Does he have the right bandwidth to be able to to do this? Is are they going to have, 
you know, he's going into a spot where, you know, you really don't want to do that over Wi-Fi. Can he plug in? How's that going to work? You know, that's kind of the, the, the difficulty in doing live programs. Um, COVID kind of stopped all of that. Like I remember, you mm-hmm. know, two years ago, we were talking about broadcasting live from all kinds of places. That has almost completely stopped. But uh, as things come back, uh, interesting, it'll be interesting to follow him and see how he does in, you know, going down, basically doing a live show from Nicaragua. So it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Dave has that same point. It's like Internet's going to be fun. And in some cases, electricity, you know, you kind of forget, you know, I was listening to uh, Podland and they were talking about parts of Africa where they have the Internet, but bandwidth is like just ridiculously expensive. Yeah. And one of the things that the podcasting 2.0, you know, podcastindex.org, I believe is the website. They are, I think they just put into place where, and I, I look at this and go, great idea. Don't want to do it. And mm-hmm. that is have a, like I could, you know, typically I export a show at 128 stereo. I could go down to like 37 you know, mono, like super low bit. But for people that are getting, you know, having charged an arm and a leg to download that, and there's a, some sort of phone, there's a whole bunch of like super low bandwidth stuff. And that's where I sound, what's the word, insensitive, that mm-hmm. I just go, you know what, I'm A, I'm glad I don't live there. B, I, 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 I wish them well. But C, you're not my target audience. Like if you don't have the internet, you're probably not going to be starting a podcast anytime soon. Right? It's like so. Yeah, yeah. But, it's a it's a challenge. I think you know you don't have to go to Nicaragua for it to be a challenge. Yeah. It could be, it could be in Valentine, Nebraska, right? <laughs> and like you're out in the middle. They they are literally out in the middle of nowhere up there in Valentine. So so far out that that's where all the stargazers go. There's they have an annual stargazer conference that they. They go out for a week and everybody brings their their um, telescopes because it's so dark out there, right? There isn't anything for miles. You know how I know that? I've had that guy on my, ah. <laughs> guy on my podcast that talks about it. But um, so even in the United States, we have challenges with that. And, yeah. and so it's, yeah, I think we're Starlink. Oh, my God, I'm getting so nerdy. Hold on. Okay. And now it's time for Jim to get his nerd on. All right, you you mentioned Starlink. I think our friend, uh, I think our friend Elon Musk in the Starlink system that's going up. Right, that's this. It's you can, by the way, you can watch the. He launches a new rocket like every week for Starlink. <laughs> um, that will kind of blanket the Earth for internet access. I think it will have a big effect on rural and and yeah. third world access to the internet. So this could be something, Dave. We may see a big change in the next like. Imagine the Ed situation. Imagine you're going to Nicaragua or Valentine, Nebraska, and you're like, okay, I'm not going to get internet there. Imagine being able to buy a Starlink hub that you could pretty much from anywhere get pretty good bandwidth and just plug, you know, just put that thing, connect to it and do your stuff. That could change the way for both internet access and the way we broadcast live. Um, uh, Elon is now using Starlink to actually, you know, like the cameras on these rockets when they launch. Right. For the last couple of years, they've been terrible. They're they're they cut out. Well, right. yeah, it's going to space, right? I mean, it's going to space. The GoPro didn't make it. <laughs> I watched one of these the other day. 
take off to landing crystal clear. Wow. Cause he, he's using his own Starlink system to, to, to stream this stuff. So pr- pretty cool and may have an impact on our ability to, for people to access our stuff here in the future. So pretty cool. The other thing, and I feel bad saying this cause it's something about the industry that I was like, but I was kind of like, Oh, our, and I don't know if this used to be an email and I don't get it anymore or what, but do you remember podcast magazine? No, Mm-mm. you don't. I, this started, no. I, I'm going to say probably a year and a half ago. I think it was a podcast movement and it's still going on. And I, the, the print one that like was going to be, it was going to be print, which you can still order. But I thought there was like an email or maybe it was free for the first year. Maybe that's it. It's not free anymore. It's not, it's like eight bucks a month if you want the digital version. But there's a um, there's a hot fifty. So if you would like to vote for the Ask the Podcast Coach or uh, you know School of Podcasting or uh, Home Gadget Geeks, uh, go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot five zero. I think they were talking about us. Hot and fifty. Fifty. That's it. What more do you want? Exactly. No, I don't think that's. Uh, <laughs> Hot 50, whereas the 50 is how much weight do you need to lose? Uh, that's exactly. That's right. Th- I thought you were going, we were in the hot 50, <laughs> but apparently, um, yeah, I, I like your second. I think it's, we probably got 50. And then have you ever had an idea and then you don't do it? And then, I don't know, seven months later you go, oh, somebody took my idea. All the time. Yeah. I just saw this and was like, I, here's the thing. And they, they twisted it. And I was like, oh, that's what I should have done. In fact, I've talked to Eric about doing this, taking the podcast review show and turning it into a membership site instead of like, hey, come and we'll review it once. Let's create this reoccurring income and we will just both kind of counsel you. But I've never heard of this and it's got some people. I've heard of one of the reviewers, but it's timber.fm. It's 20 bucks a month and once a month, therefore, experts will listen to your show and give you feedback and my, I'll be interested to see if this goes because I'm not a hundred percent sold on the fact that people want feedback on their podcast. I, I, that's one I sometimes kind of go. I, I had somebody who's in marketing this week, and and she emailed me and said, "Hey, we've met an event. Can I ask you a question? You know, can I pick your brain, kind of thing?" And she was, you know, we all want to grow our audience. And I said, "Have you gotten any kind of feedback? Have you, you know, done any kind of?" focus group or had people, you know, and the answer was no. And I was like, well, you're in marketing. You should probably. And she's like, well, I get great reviews. And I was like, yeah, but people that love your show are going to leave a review. It's either a five star or one star. And I'm like, so I'll be interested to see if this works because I'm not, I don't know if I'm sold on podcasters want feedback. It's, it does go beyond the survey. Like there's a product somebody should create, just call it beyond the survey where, when your survey gets uh, gets too biased, like your listeners are biased because they continue to listen and they like you. So you're not getting any negative reviews. Dave, this may be a really good way for 20 bucks to get some honest feedback to, to get beyond your survey. Because, you're again, you're not going to get it in, in most cases. Um, you're not going to get it. So this would be a great idea. For 20 bucks? That's not – I mean yeah. – 
it's not a bad way of getting some, some, you know, but to your point, God, it's really hard to pay for it and then just get blasted. You know, you're like, God, what, what am I? It's, it's a product that, man, they're going to have to really work hard for this thing to work because it just goes against our kind of our human nature. Yeah. And they have like four people that are reviewing it and they're all either in media or have worked in podcasting. And I thought, okay, 20 bucks a month. That means if you get one review, that's five bucks a person like that's doing the review. And I'm like, now we're down to the podcast rodeo show me on Fiverr. And I was like, huh? So they're going to have to do some volume for that to be, you know, worth their while. It'll be interesting to see. And plus they say that, um, <laughs> Randy says, I'd listen to a podcast review show uh, if, it was, <laughs> if it was hosted by Triumph, the insult comic. Dog. I cannot do I'd have to go listen to Triumph, but uh, <laughs> that would be uh, interesting. But I'll be interested to see again if this, you know, if it expands into something else. Maybe they're doing that as a loss leader, join for 20 bucks a month, and then for one-on-one consulting, you know, you do that. Uh you know, mm-hmm. it sounds like a paid mastermind group. Yeah. And that's the thing that was interesting. I, I did some, I actually did some market research. I asked a bunch of people, I'm like, Hey, what would a podcast mastermind look like for you? And I go, here's my idea. We could all maybe once a month or once a week have like, we'll pick somebody's show. Like when you sign up, give me an episode and you know, once a week or every four days or so you can listen to a podcast or at least part of it. And, and I had one person that said, wait, so I have to listen to more podcasts? And they just, uh, either A, and this is probably a big part of it, I, I didn't have a clear focus of the benefit of this or I wasn't explaining what I thought it could be, but I didn't get anybody going, where do I sign up? And that to me is, you, you want somebody going, take my money. I want that now. And I didn't get that, so I didn't do it. But I still want to do it. I still, to this day, like, eh, this could be, and that's why, Right now, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, my, my secret question that's just between you and me is if you were building a podcast, some sort of community, because we all know the bad ones, like what's a good one look like? What would you want to do? What would you want to be able to see or do or whatever? And I just used the analogy of the first time I went to Guitar Center and I walked in and I was like, oh, just like angels. I was like, oh, this is really, this is exactly what I'm looking for. So- uh, but, uh, hey, in Clubhouse, uh, Rich has got his hand raised, so we're going to bring Rich up to the stage, I believe. Invite to speak. There it is. So, Rich, thanks for coming on the show. What can we help you with? Uh, thanks, Dave. And I apologize. I'm very, very nervous. I am a huge fan of you and your show. Well, thank you. Uh, it's I, I love it. I've been listening to it for, oh, my gosh, I think it's been about a year and a half now. I don't miss an episode, and uh, uh, I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't launched my podcast yet, but That's I will right. be starting my recordings starting this afternoon. So nice. I'm, I'm doing the recording process this afternoon for my first one. Uh, based on everything I've learned, I need to have about uh, uh, kind of like an introductory show, kind of the opposite of a trailer, not sure what y'all call that. And then maybe three episodes uh, before I actually launch. That seems to be what I'm hearing. That um, that, that uh, seems to be a common thing. Yeah. And and my whole thing is, remember, just because you recorded it doesn't mean you have to release it. 
Uh, good point. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling I'll be practicing a lot this weekend before I, well, longer than this weekend before I get it right. But yeah. I'm certainly going to not delay and try to post. But here's here's my question. Um, uh, first, man, I'm so glad I'm so glad you're on Clubhouse. But my question is, I'm starting to see podcasters with, say, you know, 30 minute to an hour podcast, you know, in terms of size. Uh, uh, duration. Um, I'm starting to see them now do these um, like eight to 10 minute, uh, you know, shorter episodes. I guess I just call them shorts mm-hmm. uh, or briefs. And uh, I'm noticing that they're mixing those in to the same, you know, show or like, you know, if I go to a, uh, if I go to like Overcast and I go and I look at, uh, you know, the different episodes, I know I'm saying, well, there's the, you know, there's the 40 minute, you know, regular episode and then here's a you know five to ten minute short and they're, they're kind of interspersed and for me i looked at that and i was like man this is really inconvenient for me as a listener because i want to hear i want to hear the i want to hear the long version you know i don't want to hear the, the five minutes nuts and bolts i got a lot of drive time so you know that's 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 my preference but is um am i the only am i the only one who feels like golly why is all this stuff mixed together um and if I if I end up doing uh, any shorts, um, should I be mixing those into the same show, or do I need to be creating a separate show for those shorts so that people don't get frustrated because they want a long version, long version versus a short? Yeah, that's I, my question. Thanks, Rich. I think uh, we're all, Jim. I'll let you go first, but we're all shaking our head, going. Eee. Well, yeah, I don't. I I'm not a big fan of mixing that content together. Some of the some of the um, the shorter content is being heavily influenced by YouTube, right? I mean, because the YouTube audience, in theory, wants this somewhere between ten and twenty minute content to be successful, and they've got a formula over there, and everybody's kind of chasing the formula, and you know, there's probably some truth to it in that sense. So. From a pure podcast feed perspective, I I don't I, I think you try to keep similar content in a similar um, in a similar feed, and if all of a sudden you know I had an hour like you're, you're saying, maybe you have a podcast that's an hour that you're used to an hour, and it, that's your habit, and you have it on a drive, and then all of a sudden these little ten minute ones start showing up. Look, Mike Rowe did this, and it's driving me freaking crazy. Right, he went from a fifteen minute to an hour. Exactly. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, I uh, I used Mike Rowe. He was my shower podcast because it was short. And I don't know about you. When I get in the shower, I don't want to come back out. And so when his show was over, I was like, ah, crap, it's been at least 10 minutes. I know I'm clean. Get out of the shower. And when he went to an hour, I'm like, look, I'm not that dirty. I don't need an hour in the shower. But um, well, and- I, I miss Mike for uh, a month and I'd come back and, you know, there'd be seven or eight there and I could blow through them in an hour. Now they're an hour. I get eight. I'm, I'm eight hours behind on Mike Rowe. Right. And not, not that that's bad, but the expectation, my expectation as a listener were that these were, what, what, what did he used to say? Something sh- uh, short for the, sh- for the atten- short attention span or yeah. something. something. He had a, he had a slogan. Well, he totally blew out his slogan. What I thought he should have done was just create a new channel and say, Hey, I'm doing long form. This is going to stay short form. And if you want to subscribe to the long form, come over here and get it done. That's what I have. That's what I would have. And and Jim, do you know why he changed? Do you remember? I don't. Oh, there was an episode he talked about. Guess what? He's guess what he looked at. Audience feedback. No, Joe Rogan. 
Uh, and he was like, oh, Joe gets to have these in-depth conversations that are super long. And I was like, ah, crap. Don't so, be Joe Rogan. Yeah. Don't be Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, crap. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's doing dirty jobs again. I was like, yeah. holy cow. Yeah. Give me a break. Um, but well, yeah, I, so, so to I add, like him have his own, create a new feed. Like just, that's fine. Yeah. And I, you know, and I think about James, James has, you know, the dog edition, it's length is designed for like, whatever, a 15, 20 minute walk. And if it was all of a sudden five people are like, wait, I'm halfway around the block. So it kind of depends on where your audience is and things like that. I personally, that drives me nuts when all of a sudden one show is five minutes and one is now you can have deviations. You can have 20 minutes to a half hour or, you know, on occasion I will do the one I'm putting out this week is going to be longer because it's an interview. Um, so that's, you know, that's just the way it is. But, and I'm really trying to cut out stuff and I'm like, it's good stuff. Like this is all, you know, we're, we're talking about reviews this week and, and are they important and things of that. And I'm looking for things to cut and I'm like, nope, that's good. Nope, that's good. And I was like, all right. And I go back to the old Valerie Geller quote, there is no such thing as too long, only too boring. And I was like, so far there's only, I've cut a few things, but I'm like, no, that, that needs to stay. That's a good point. And that needs to stay. So, but Rich, does that help Rich? Yeah, that's fantastic. I really, really appreciate that. And obviously as a newbie, it sounds to me like I probably don't need to take on both of those at the same time. I'll just stick to my, my normal strategy of, 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 you know, that 25 to 30 minute range. And, uh, and, uh, and so the shorts really are an evolution of wanting to, uh, uh, post through YouTube. That's interesting. That would Um, be my guess. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that guys so much. What's your show going to be about? Uh, well, it's going to be business value added. Uh, basically, uh, I'm a business appraiser. I estimate the value of businesses. I've been doing that for about 28 years. And, over the years, when I'm done with my appraisal and the owner knows how much their business is worth, the next question out of their mouth is, well, hey, what can I do to increase the value of my business? Yeah. So uh, the podcast is going to be a combination of, of you know, what I've learned, uh, tips and insights that I have, and then also uh, guests that are uh, uh, specialists uh, in particular areas uh, that you can enhance, uh, that, that'll, that'll help enhance the value of your business. So that's basically... Uh, that's it. I'm not going with any kind of, um, it's just kind of, I'm just kind of doing this for the love of it. I have no sales funnel. I have no, you know, I have no sponsors. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you know, going to do it. And if somebody, you know, wants a business valuation, then, you know, sure. I'm glad to do it, but well, I'm really not looking at this as a moneymaker. We have one right now in the chat room. Gary Stockton's like, Hey, I need to talk to this guy. So what's, what's your website? Where can Gary find Oh gosh. You? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, it's uh, fair value, one word, advisors. Uh, if you do a search for fair value advisors, easiest way to find it, we're fairvalueadvisors.com. Nice. Uh, and I'm rich at fairvalueadvisors.com, and that's with an ORS. Got it. And the, on la- the advisors. The last question I have to ask is first of all, thank you so much for, for listening to the show. Uh, what's your favorite thing about it? Um, <laughs> I. Uh, your ability to make it entertaining and educational at the same time, um, which is a skill I'll never be, I'll never, I'll never have both of those skills, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with how you, how you break up your content and the personal experiences and how you feed that in, but it's just very, um, once listening, I just, I just, 
I can't stop. I mean, it's just, it's just great. I'm so glad you do it. And it's so educational. And and then now I got to go to the other spectrum. Uh, is there anything that when I start talking about it, you go, ugh. And I've got extra skin on. So is there anything you wish I wouldn't talk about or something that you just go, oh, this episode's not for me? Um, no, I mean, so, so, you know, so far it's, it's, it's every, every one of them has been interesting and, you know, you cover, uh, you know, s- specific topics. I haven't, uh, I haven't really come across anything that, uh, that I haven't been interested in sometimes. Well, I listen to, um, I listen to school of podcasting with you and then also the, um, uh, what's the other one that you're on? Yeah, uh, Podcasters round ra- table, round table, the round table. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I know what the, I listen, when I listen to the round table, Sometimes there's um, way too much detail on <laughs> on stats and what's going on with you know Spotify and you know to me for me as a as a, someone who's just coming you know just starting you know all I really want to know is you know is is Spotify is Spotify going to you know uh, uh, you know take my show in terms of you know allow listeners to listen on you know right listen to it uh, but you know some of the banter back and forth about you know. Who's going to be number one? I mean, it's 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 entertaining a little bit, but then I kind of get I kind of get yeah you you, you know, and me both. But it's it's you know, but it's a different. But I also realize, I mean, that's a totally different venue, and that's really more. I mean, you guys are going more hardcore into, you know, the whole, you know what's going on in the whole industry, whereas you know your, whereas your your show is really geared, I think, more towards you know folks like me who are you know, looking to start a show or, you know, need, need education on, you know, how to edit, et cetera, you know, different things. So I, you know, it's, it's, I know there's different purposes for both shows. So uh, I really, I can't, I really can't knock either one of them, you know, really. Well, I appreciate you coming on and asking your questions and uh, you know, to, you know where to find us if, uh, if you have more. So thanks so much for, uh, thanks. 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 Appreciate it. When, yep. you, when you said things he didn't like, I thought he was going to be like, get rid of that nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think we kind of like the nerd stuff. It's got, uh, it's uh, got potential. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Jim Collison. Nerd jingle. <laughs> He's a nerd. He's a nerd. <laughs> nerds! 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 Turn to the nerds. Nerds! Nerds! This is what Joe Rogan did. You're not Joe Rogan. It's time for Jim to nerd out. I don't know. Jim, what do you think? Well, Baba Booey, Baba Howard's turns penis. Dave, this is a great question. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, super good. I love that. That's yeah. super fun. That is super fun. So, Jim, what is going on with uh, the average guy.tv yeah, this week? Yeah. Yeah, Erin Lawrence is back this week. She's uh, at uh, techgadgetscanada.com. She does a ton of review stuff, and she's just the nicest person on the Internet. And so she comes, and we spend a little time kind of talking about robot vacuum cleaners and and, uh, DIY home improvement with the home automation stuff, and just a lot of great catching up with her. So I'll be posting that episode a little bit later today, theaverageguy.tv. And on the School of Podcasting, for years, I've been saying, ah, reviews, reshmuse. I'm not sure. I need a new word for that. But uh, it's one of those things where I've, and, and I'm right on this, they don't do anything to help you get found. When I hear somebody say, hey, you know, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, it helps us get found. That makes me throw up in my mouth just a, just a little bit. And so we are talking, though, okay, so it doesn't help you on Apple but does it help you? And boy, I, Joe Salcy High from Stacking Benjamins comes on. He took a, uh, still taking a class on social media. And uh, 
wow, there's some things that I had not thought of. And uh, I dug a little deeper into this topic. And uh, we're going to bring back what we found. And I was like, so if you if you like the show, by the way, feel free to go out to, uh, I think, askthepodcastcoach.com slash love, I think, maybe. If you got to askthepodcastcoach.com slash, you'll see slash whatever, apparently. Askthepodcastcoach.com. You can leave us a rating and review. It doesn't help us get found, but it, it does make us feel warm and fuzzy. Uh, and things of that nature. So that's coming up on the uh, the school of podcasting.com. Thanks again so much to the chat room and everybody in uh, Clubhouse. Don't go away. We're uh, it sounds like we're over, but we're not. We're going to do a little post show, and you can stick around and uh, ask more questions if you have them. I really, you know what I've come to, to the conclusion, Jim. I just need new glasses. Oh, because I'm not- really having a hard time reading it's that. Not- it, it looks like thirty nine. Nope, 17. So I got six seconds I got to kill so that I can then say, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Stick around for some post-show. 